Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You happen to be listening from someplace near a base. You may want to pay close attention to this next interview because they may be coming to your neck of the woods soon. Speaking of an organization called BaseFest, and we're talking to their founder and CEO right now, Sean Gilfillan. Sean, good morning. How are you today? Eric, what's up? How are you? Great. Fantastic. I'm doing fantastically as well. Now, before we talk about exactly what BaseFest is, let's talk about exactly who Sean is. So you're a veteran <laughs> yourself. Tell us a little bit about your service, where you're from, when you joined, what you did, and when you got out. Nice. Uh, sure. So I um, I come from you know a military family. My dad and grandfather both served careers in the military. Um, so it's kind of ine- inevitable, you know, um, that I serve as well. Went to uh, I enlisted first, then went to Norwich University up in up in Vermont. Uh, went into the field artillery and promptly uh, went directly to Iraq in uh, 2003. And uh, in 2003, was attached to uh, was attached to 16 Infantry while I was over there, 427 Artillery, and um, um, unfortunately, we lost seven guys in our platoon while we were over there, and uh, that kind of changed my life. So I uh, I'm, I'm merged the two passions in my life, which are uh, uh, concerts and the music industry with um, with the military, and uh, here we are. And that's, of course, what BaseFest is all about. Now, before we get to talking directly about BaseFest, let's talk about your transition. I mean, you serve yep. in the military, both enlisted and then officer after going to Norwich. You leave the, the Army, serving in the Army. Tell us what that transition was like for you. What do you remember about, you know, the day that you took off the uniform for the last time? Um, it's, it's bittersweet, and I think it's bittersweet for everyone who leaves, no matter if it's uh, transitioning after four years of service or, uh, you know, 24, 34 years. So it's bittersweet. I think back then, um, the military didn't have a lot of focus. This is 2006 ish on, uh, the transition process. So you just kind of out, you know, you take, take a flight home and you come back and you're in civilian clothes and like, you don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. So I think that was, that was the transition process for me. Um, and I'll tell you what, Eric, I had a, t- I had a really tough time transitioning. So I, uh, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I had a little bit of PTSD. Um, I, uh, I was really directionless. And so um, for about a good year, I just didn't know what I was doing in my life. <laughs> so um Anyway, I, I think once I realized uh, I went to the VA, I got some, you know, got some help. I um, I used some of the benefits to um, get a master's degree. Uh, I surrounded myself with, uh, you know, positive people, people that w- would help and encourage me. And um, I met my wife who, you know, who I, I always say, you know, saved my life, really took me out of a, uh, 
a, uh, a tough state of, you know, having a, a really altruistic purpose in life to not knowing what you want to do in life. And then she gave me a, a really uh, a new mission. And so um, we started a, a record label together called uh, To the Fallen Records in uh, 2007. And then uh, we were off and running. Wow, that is a really cool story. And we're talking with Sean Gilfillan, who is an Army veteran and the founder and CEO of BassFest about first his career in the Army and his time transitioning, which, you know, you hear a struggle. And I think a lot of us enlisted guys think, oh, the officers will all be fine. But that's not always the case, is it? I mean, it's really, I would say, no, no, no better getting out as an officer than it is an, as an enlisted person, is it? No, I mean, artillery doesn't translate to, you know, uh, corporate boardroom experience or any sort of corporate experience. <laughs> so I think it's tougher for the combat arms. I'll tell you that. Cause it's, there's not a lot of translatable direct skills. I would say, I think we've done a lot better job as like a veteran and military community, um, focusing on the management and leadership aspects of, of what makes veterans amazing employees. Um, but it's definitely hard. I mean, if you're coming from an, from a combat arms, infantry or artillery armor, and you're trying to go into an, another industry, there's not a lot there. There's definitely not industry experience, but there's, you know, luckily there's a lot of management and leadership experience. But for, I remember like I was getting job offers that were just awful. And mm -hmm. so I think it took me a long time to figure out like what I wanted to do, or, you know, I, I turned down a lot of, jobs that were just, you know, awful pay. It was hard to translate those skills as well. So I think it's definitely not, it's definitely a military wide problem. Um, if you're leaving without retirement <laughs> to rely on. And if you look back at that time, the lessons you've learned, mm -hmm. as you said, you had a rough time going through it. Uh, you finally did yep. find your path, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. What would you mm -hmm. say is the biggest thing that you would pass on to your fellow soldiers or whether it's sailors, Marines, airmen, anyone who's sure, getting sure. out, what was the biggest lesson you learned during that time? Um, the biggest lesson is just is don't, don't give up. And I think that's, you know, it sounds like a John Cena, um, you know, it sounds like you're, <laughs> it sounds like a, an obvious and a, and a very, um, you know, non-personal way of saying it, but I think like, don't give up on yourself. Like just, just know that your, your work is your weight in gold and you have a lot of experience and management skills and leadership. And if the first five, 10, 15 companies don't see it, like, don't give up on yourself. Like you are, you're, you're, you're training, you know, puts you in a place where you can succeed at anything. Now you're literally just looking for your chance to succeed. And so I think whether you create that opportunity for yourself, like a lot of the entrepreneurs that are out there today, um, or you find an organization who brings you in and with open arms and, and helps you transition and find your passion. I think just don't give up. You'll find the right fit. If it's not the right fit, then just <laughs> quit sooner rather than later and go just keep looking. So I think, that's the lesson learned is that it's not an easy process like the military where you're assigned your next duty station at the 101st and you show up and everyone picks you up and you're taken care of. Like it's don't give up on yourself. Just keep going and trying and putting in the effort 
And uh, there nowadays there's lots of organizations and people who will help you do that and um, and just push hard and, and put in the effort. And I, and I promise you it'll be worth it in the end. We're speaking with Sean Gilfell, and he is the founder and CEO of BaseFest, Army veteran, also was the founder of To the Fallen Records. Uh, how does one move into the music industry? I mean, I think each and every <laughs> one of us probably would love to have said like, oh, yeah, I got out and I became a rock star. But that doesn't happen that often. But you did find an inroad into uh, what's a difficult industry to break into from what I hear. How did that yeah. happen for you? Um, well, I can't play instruments. I'm, ter- I, I'm terrible at music. So, but I always love music. So I was, I was booking bands in high school, and um, I was always that guy that had all the new music. You know, before it came out, I was just always been super into music in the music industry. Like my plan was to do, you know, four years, four six years, get out, and go find my place. You know, in in L.A you know, behind the scenes and work in the industry I always really wanted to be a part of. So uh, what happened was when, when I get out and uh, kind of went through, you know, struggles with figuring out what my per- my purpose was and passion was, um, I met my wife and, sh- and I remember we were just, we were talking one day and uh, I said, like, you know, I wish a lot of veterans' voices were on the radio. This was back in like, you know, when the Iraq war was really on people's minds. And uh, she said, well, let's like make that happen. Let's like push artists that are talented, that have voices in the military and let's get it out there. So what happened was we, um, we started a military record label probably at the time where you, you know, the record label, you know, that that part of the industry was changing because Facebook had just came out and, you know, CD sales and, the traditional record label model was going away, but we were too dumb and too naive as most entrepreneurs are to listen to conventional wisdom. So we started a record label and we, we found all these amazing musicians in in hip hop, rock and country uh, that were veterans or in the military. And we made compilation CDs. We printed them. We got, you know, we were in billboard, Rolling Stone, uh, we got distribution deal through Universal's uh, Fontana Distribution, their indie label, and um, and we were kind of off and running into that industry. And so I think um, we we just found our niche, and I think that's and it was the military. And so I think that um, I was just lucky in that regard that we we had a niche kind of built in. No one was kind of doing it. And at that time, it was really interesting to the to the industry. So we made our name as, you know, those military folks in the music industry. And how do you go from, you know, starting a record label and doing all of that to what you're currently doing with BassFest? What was the uh, the path to go from one to the other? Lots of failure. So I think lots of people learn from just failing miserably and then just taking those lessons and turning them into positives. And so I am just one, one characteristic of me is I'm just like blindly optimistic uh, in all regards. You know, it can always be worse. I think that comes from having, I think all, a lot of veterans know that because you've seen parts of the world that, you know, (laughs) you were just lucky to, to not be born into like extreme poverty where you would have no chance at doing something like this. So I think I always took an optimistic view. And so when, 
the record label started, you know, we just weren't gaining the traction that we wanted to, but I was doing a lot of shows. I was trying to get our artists booked onto bases and I developed a relationship, a respect and really a deep understanding of the MWR MCCS world on bases services for the, for the air force. And I developed really deep relationships with, with folks who were like selflessly serving for 30, 40, 50 years on these bases trying to make life better for troops and families on them. And so once I, once I really developed relationships with them and started listening to them and talking to them and, and finding out what they needed, um, I saw like a huge, um, I saw a huge need there. And so I developed a relationship with them and it really started with them asking us to book talent for them. So it wasn't necessarily our labels military talent but it was like hey yeah we want to put your artists on but can you book our fourth of july show for us and so um i started get we started getting those questions and then we uh we officially turned um we officially you know put the label on the back burner and focused on becoming a a, a, a talent booker and production company for the military and it really just came out of you know developing those relationships with MWR on base and like trying to meet their needs uh, whenever they came up when you left the army and we're speaking with army veteran Sean Gilfillan who's also the founder and CEO of Base Fest did you ever think you'd be interacting with MWR again certainly i would think not on the level that you are and what's it been like getting back in touch with organizations that i'm sure you were incredibly familiar with while you were serving on active duty yeah, no, I mean, no, not really. And like, now that I think about it, I don't know if I ever reacted with MWR while I was in. Like, I think I just took it for granted. And so, um, you know, we would have an event come on base or there would be a welcome home ceremony or some concert. You know, there's obviously the gyms. Like, I don't, I don't honestly, like now I know a ton about it. But when I was in, when I was on, like, in, I don't think I knew the scope and scale of what they do. And so um, it was just always there for us. And so, you know, I feel bad because I took it, I think I just took it for granted. But um, now being on the other side of it, really learning, like, all the decades that they put into, like, serving, you know, young Marines or young soldiers, sailors, airmen, like I'm, I'm just like in, in awe of those professionals. They're just really silent professionals um, who are really just trying to make life better for troops and families on base. So I think it, it, it really opened my eyes as I started to learn what they do, um, how they do it, you know, the money they have to do it with um, and, and what they're able to get out of that. And it really just blew my mind. Like, you know, blew my mind what they actually do on base and the size and scale of what they do, you know, for the entire service, whatever service they're in. So, the, you know, um, it's just it's a whole new world that I, I honestly just had no idea even existed while I served, unfortunately. 
Now, of course, you're very familiar with it as the founder and CEO of yeah. BaseFest, which has events that you guys have held. And I think you just had one uh, down in Texas, was it? Or where, where was yep. your last yep. one? And then Fort you've Bliss. got them coming up. Fort Bliss. There you go. Naval Station Mayport, yep. Camp Lejeune, 29 Palms, a.k.a. the Stumps, yep. all those places on the <laughs> list. But so far, we actually haven't talked about exactly what BaseFest is. So someone who's not familiar with BaseFest walks up to you and says, hey, Sean, what is BaseFest? What do you tell them? Sure. No, I say it's a, it's, we're trying to build uh, the premier military appreciation tour uh, in the country. And so we started by building a, out a massive festival experience uh, so that everyone on base has something to do at Base Fest. It's, it's a one day festival headlined by some of the biggest artists in music, um, but also has activations on it from sports and fitness to technology, virtual reality. Uh, we, we obviously have, have a food and beverage component, um, a, a pretty large kids area. Um, and we have amazing sponsors that are coming, that are coming in and building out activations and areas as well. So USA is our presenting sponsor, our title sponsor, um, they have a, a really cool lounge that they build out. They have the next level challenge, which, um, which allows you to compete with, you know, professional athletes on hand eye coordination and, and, uh, really, uh, really, you know, test yourself against other people that are at the festival. They have a 360 photo op experience. Uh, you know, we have monster Harley, Harley had, uh, you know, T.J. Dillashaw, who's the champ, the bantamweight champion for the UFC, signing autographs at Bliss. Like, we're trying to build out, uh, you know, an experience that, you know, comes to the base once a year and really allows sponsors and, and artists and, and celebrities and athletes to say, you know, thank you for your service. Here's a free show. You know, come with your entire family and your whole neighborhood and, you know, just spend some time with us, spend a day with us, and let us say thank you. And I think that, in a nutshell, is what BaseFest is. Let's talk about the artists a little bit. As you said, some big names in music. And going through your past events, it looks like DNCE was on there, which, of course, is a yep. band fronted by, I can never get the Jonas Brothers stripe, but fronted by one of the Jonas <laughs> Joe. Brothers. There you yeah. go, Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas. Um, yep. How did you get in touch with those guys, and how do you get in touch with some of the other uh, uh, acts that you work with, and who are some of the former and future acts for BassFest? Sure. No, they, uh, so when we started the entertainment company, um, we, we started booking talent, uh, for the military. So we've booked and produced, you know, over 150 shows for the military over the last, you know, almost, what is it now? Eight years, uh, all over the place. So we've toured band George Lopez through Europe. We've toured, uh, you know, the band magic through Asia and the Pacific, you know, everyone from little big town to trace Adkins, the three doors down, kind of all the, um, all those folks we've booked, um, on bases worldwide. And so I think using that, you know, we became one of four official approved army contractors on their IDIQ for talent booking and production. So if you've been on an army base, um, and the show comes there, we're one of four officially approved contractors that can produce and book that show. So 
what happens is we have, uh, you know, we have an amazing talent partner right now um, called New Era Media and Marketing. They're part of the Red Light Management family. Red Light started by, you know, Dave Matthews, founder, and a manager, um, Corin Capshaw, and uh, and they manage some of the biggest names in music: Luke Bryan, Chris Stapleton, Sam Hunt, Dave Matthews Band, etc. So we have a pretty solid team behind us um, that are able to book, you know, whatever talent we want. And of course, it looks like from watching the video on your website and everything, you're not the only mm-hmm. veteran on the staff. So is it a group of people who really understands the uh, the military and veteran communities and really who you're targeting out there? Yeah, I mean, we tend to, we have a veteran first hiring policy. So we hire veterans because I, I really feel um, we hire veterans or, you know, or folks that have a very close tie you know, their brothers serving, their husband, so someone who's directly related. And I think it's very important because um, because this is all about passion. And so we need to be passionate about our mission. And I think it's the ones who had to travel thousands of miles when they're 18 years old to a new location, didn't know anyone, or travel or got married and traveled with their husband a thousand miles and then your husband deploys for, you know, a year and you're, you're with the kids. Like that's a very, very niche and unique experience that not a lot of people uh, go through. And so I think uh, when we have to lead with our mission and talk to our sponsors and talk to the artists and describe why, why is this important? um, I think it matters that our, the person who's explaining the why is is genuine and authentic and so we really hire veterans we have you know matt albright comes from live nation he's a navy veteran um we you know chris smith comes from the navy's navy veteran um carlton zeus comes from the air force air force veteran so i mean we really on our team we really try to make sure that we hire veterans first that have either music industry experience or we train them on music industry experience. And, um, you know, we hire, we think veterans are the best workers in the world. And so we want to make sure that we, um, that we hire them and give them a chance to succeed. We've been speaking with Sean Gilfillan. He is the founder and CEO of BaseFest, a United States Army veteran, graduate of Norwich University. Sean, what are, as we're running out of time here, we've only got a couple minutes left, so I want to make sure we talk sure. about the upcoming events. You guys have three events yes. that I see on the schedule that are coming up in, in the very near future. Yep, yep. We have uh, Lee Bright, Dustin Lynch just headlined Fort Bliss uh, with uh, Craig Morgan and uh, Lindsay L, who's amazing. Uh, Carlton Zeus, Haha Tonka fill, filled out the bill there. Um, and then we have an upcoming show at Mayport, headlined by country superstar Lee Bryce. Um, that also has Randy Rogers Band. If you're a Texas country fan, that you <laughs> Randy Rogers Band is as big as it gets. Uh, Lauren Dusky, who was a runner up on The Voice, that also Carlton Zeus and Haha Tonka will play that show. We haven't announced who's playing our Camp Lejeune 4th of July event, but that'll be a big announce. Wow. We're super excited for that show. That's on July 4th, Camp Lejeune. Uh, and then the last show of the season will be September 22nd at 29 Palms, California, way out 
way out <laughs> near Joshua Tree. Okay. Uh, but that'll be an amazing show. We're really excited. We want to hit. We we don't want to just do the biggest bases in the world. We want to also hit the remote and isolated bases that truly truly need it. So, um, and that's it for this year. And then next year we're going to try to do eight to ten of these. Wow. That is a great schedule. And from every Marine I've ever talked to who's been to 29 Palms, they are always starved for anything out there, <laughs> even resembling entertainment. So something like Base Fest, boy, they, they're going to think that that is a, a gift from God dropping down from the sure. sky on them out there. Now, if people want to find out about these future events and about how to go about uh, get, getting more information, maybe getting involved mm-hmm. with Base Fest or attending one of these free festivals that you guys run, sure. where do they go to do that? They go to basefest.com. And that's and the so we'll, uh Yep, we'll have everything up there, and I and I also I would be remiss if I didn't say that um, our sponsors are uh, are amazing, and so they're the ones who are allow this to happen. They're the reason behind it, and we're working with some amazing sponsors. Monster just signed on board, Harley, um, you, of course USAA, Sailor Jerry. Um, we have Anheuser Busch coming up for the next two events. Like we're. We're always looking for amazing sponsors who, you know, really want to give back and be a part of, you know, what we're building as the premier military tour appreciation tour in the country. So, you know, we're very excited to see what they're going to build out for activations on site. And we're always looking for more. So definitely want to say that. Well, Sean, thank you so much for what you're doing for our military. Uh, You know, a veteran still looking out for the active duty folks and their families and the veterans near the bases. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for joining us on the morning briefing. We really appreciate your time. I'm honored and humbled. Thank you so much for your time, Eric. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.